Benvenuti su 5 Minute Thoughts, Coconut here. In today's audio log, I'm going to talk about the true cost behind university. As young adults, many of us are not used to seeing the full picture of how much we spend or we tend to underestimate our cost. So in this audio log, I want to go through, take account of the hidden cost, but also be able to give you a full picture of how much you may spend as a young adult going to university you simply moving out. If you're going to university, there is two main cost I would say or two big expenditures your annual fees and your monthly fees let's talk about the annual ones this annual big fees is basically the university studying fee it depends on the subject that you're studying but it also depends on what is your background if you're a UK student or UK home student that could be a British citizen or a EU citizen who lived in the UK for three years before the end of 31st of December 2020. If you categorize as that, then you'll be paying around £9,250, which is quite a lot of money, but it's even a lot for international students. Of course, the cost will vary depending on the country, but also the subject that you'll be studying. For example, if you're studying aerospace engineering at the University of Sheffield, you will be paying around £25,000 for the course. But usually the medical courses are way expensive and then you have the engineering and then you have all the other type of courses. Now this is generally tends to be the main big course. I've also explained or made a previous audio log about uh, student finance for UK or home students that can apply to receive help with paying the £9,250 and also if you are a international student unfortunately in the uk you don't get sponsorships you can get them from either your country or the government of your country but you can get some certain discounts from your university but it is very highly unlikely that you can get a full scholarship which is quite popular uh, in the uh, us now moving on to monthly fees we have quite few to take account now, the big monthly fee is the accommodation fee. If you're living in the uni accommodation, it is usually paid in terms or semesters. It is highly unlikely that you'll be paying uh, uh, every month. This tends to vary. For example, if we take account of Sheffield, which is a medium-sized city in the UK, you'll be paying around 115, between 115 and 130 pound a week for your accommodation. Now this accommodation, if you're living in uni accommodation or a private accommodation, usually this takes account of your bills as well. Bills such as water, gas, electricity, internet, and things like that. Hence, a high price. However, you can also live or take a private house with your friends, which you'll be paying monthly. But this doesn't take account of the bills. Let's clarify. Usually when a student comes to uni, they usually takes, uh, take uh, uni or private accommodation on the first year. And then on second, third and fourth and fifth and so on and so forth, usually they move out to private house with their friends. This is, this is purely because it's cheaper and you have to, you can save quite a bit of money, but also you can take control of what are the expenditures you have. 
I would suggest if you're a first year university student, take accommodation, be familiar with the city, get a grasp of what is where so that you can have a better picture of where you want to live, where you want to go. And then on the second and third year, you can move into private housing. But if you want to carry on being in accommodation and not worry about it, that is fine too. For private housing, there are two types, I would say. One that you can get directly from the landlord, or there are certain agencies that are subsidized by the university. By subsidized, I mean referred by the university. What they do basically, they cater different houses for university students. And for example, in UK, if you rent a house or own a house, you have to pay something called council tax, which is basically you have to pay for the beans, bean collections, the police and things like that for your local authorities. But if you're a student, you're exempt. If you get a private house with a private landlord, what tends to happen is that you have to fill up your own form and send them to the council saying you're a student. Whereas you go through a subsidized by the uni, they take account for that. And those houses usually already registered with the council as being uni homes. Now, in these uni homes, if you go with the subsidized, usually what happens is they can sell you a package of, let's say, you pay £60 a week for the house per person per month. Sorry, per person per week. Meaning that if it's a three-bedroom house, you have three people that pay £60 per week per person. And in there, what, for example, what I did on my second year is I used to pay £20 extra to the agency, which used to take account of all my bills. So then I didn't have to worry about it used to be £80 a week for me. That was fairly cheap or way cheaper than what I used to pay in uni accommodation, which used to be £120 in my first year. So didn't have to worry about any bills. It was all taken care of. In my last year, final year that I am right now, what we have been doing is we are doing everything separately or we're not taking help from any external agencies. We're paying our bills, which becomes to be even cheaper where we're putting £10 per person in our United account. However, we're spending way less than that. One thing that I want to suggest if you go into private housing, take uh, create a bank account where everyone sends the money in there and from there on all the money goes out. For example, uh, usually what would happen is one of you will call up for all the bills, places, electricity, gas and uh, water and internet. You'll call them up. Usually they will be under one person names or you can make them under all three of you. Now I'm talking about thinking that you guys are taking a three bedroom house or a three bedroom flat. What would be easier then is if you, one of you creates a bank account where all of you sends a direct debit or standing order every month or every week in that account and from that account gets paid all the bills so you guys don't have to worry about paying separately. But one thing I have to say, keep your um, 
fees for the for the house, for example, the rent separate. Basically, go to your landlord, whoever is going to be, or the agency, and say that each of us will be paying to you separately. And when you pay, write down your name and the month, something like that, so that the landlord knows which one of you has paid. So that if one person is coming short, you are not going down with it. Then we have around food. Now, I would say if you want to live in a tight budget, £150 on food, that would be very tight. If you want to be living in a normal budget, £200. And this £200, I'm counting, you're going outside, like you're going out uh, at nights and events. If you, if you're have very much into going out then i would say think about getting a part-time job or something like that because it is going to be expensive so i would say you'll be paying around 400 pound on rents using uh, including your bills again i'm talking about uh about the median or the average uh, uni student in the UK, not everyone will be st- staying in London. If you're staying in London, I hope you're ultra rich because it will it is going to be double, almost a double. Like the rent, it will cost you between six hundred to seven hundred. I don't know if six hundred. I'm underestimating, but think about seven hundred. Whereas in a city like Sheffield or or size of Sheffield, Manchester, things like that, it will be a bit cheaper. Not as cheap as maybe 400, but it will be around that sort of between four to 500. So four to 500 on rents, depending on which area you are or what the higher end you are. And then another between 150 to 250 on, by food, I mean the rest of the expenses all the monthly expenses basically so it could be between 550 pound to 700 pound a month depending on your character and how much you like to spend and how you spend but this is what you need to take account after your uni fees you need to take account another uh seven between 550 or 500 and 700 pound a month on top for your monthly expenses, which many people don't realize uh, until they come to uni. Anyway, I hope this was helpful. Let me know on the comments below what else you would like to know. Have a wonderful day and see you soon again.